which platform should I be using? How do I make money off each? Should sponsored ads be a goal? Do I need to have a niche? Spotify or Apple Podcasts, does it matter which I use? How did you come up with your name? I want to start a podcast, but I am not tech savvy. What would you recommend? Is it recommended to start a separate social platform to promote my podcast? How do you get listeners? When do you bring a team on? How do I grow? And so much more. These are the questions you guys sent in for me and I am about to answer them all for you in this episode on how to start a podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. Hey y'all, welcome to this podcast episode. Now guys, this is an episode that I decided to create because I get lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of questions asking me about how you start a podcast and the different things that you should be doing or paying attention to when getting started because so many of you, which I think is so awesome, have this goal to create a podcast of your own, whether it be a health goal, a health podcast, a business podcast, a uh, mindset podcast, a spirituality podcast. Like there are so many different forms of podcasts out there. And I know that's a very, very popular sort of platform for people to turn to, to bring extra value to their audiences. So I thought what I would do is answer all of your questions regarding um, how to start a podcast, the things that you should know, the things that you should be doing uh, to really, really make sure that you're setting yourself up for the most success from day dot. Now, I know for sure that I would have loved if someone had created this sort of episode when I was starting my own podcast. Um, It would have been very, very helpful, helped me answer a lot of questions for sure that I would have had. So I thought I'd return the favor or create I don't know, it's not really returning the favor, but I just thought I would create this and answer all the questions that you guys have. So if anyone is starting out with their own podcast, rather than wondering the answers to these, um, I can just give them straight to you and hopefully it'll help give you some perspective and make some progress towards getting launched. So I had you guys send in some questions to me. So I'm just going to read through the questions and answer the responses as I go. So hopefully... This is helpful for you. And if you know someone that is wanting to start their own podcast of their own, make sure you send this their way so then they can check it out and they can um, learn from it. So I've been podcasting for a year now, actually over a year now. And guys, we are literally approaching 100 episodes, which I think is just absolutely cray cray. So I thought that it would be very relevant to share some of my insights with you all that I've kind of gained over this past year. So the first question that was sent through was YouTube podcast or clubhouse, which platform should I use or should I use all three? So what I want to ask you in return is which platform is going to work the best for you? 
Okay, this is something to consider. I think a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I should do a podcast because everyone's doing podcasts. But like if podcasting is in the platform that's going to work best for you, then why would you do it? And same for YouTube. You know, I think a big thing was that, um, you know, everyone's like, oh, I should start a YouTube because these are really, really successful. But if you don't align with YouTubing, then you're not going to be able to succeed in it anyway, right? Like if the form of media doesn't align with you and what you want to do, then why bother? So that's why for me, TikTok is just not my thing right now. (laughs) Not my thing right now. YouTube will never be my thing. I will make it happen one day, but it's not what I'm drawn to right now, simply because YouTube is a very visual platform. So obviously, you know, it's video based, which means you have to obviously present yourself in a certain way on the video. You have to make sure you edit in a certain way, add music, make it really entertaining and captivating and all of that. Whereas for me, I just want a podcast because I can just like slap on my microphone. I can be in my pajamas and start recording. I love speaking, right? But other people, if you're someone who's wanting to do cooking tutorials, well, maybe speaking isn't the platform for you. Maybe YouTubing is more visual, so that's more aligned with you. So they're all equally good, right? It just depends on which platform is going to align with you the most, which platform is going to help convey the information, the value the most and and, and in the most effective way across to your audience. Now, the second question I received was, how do you make money off each? So I'm not sure about Clubhouse. I would say that with Clubhouse, the way that you make money is through finding leads. Like Clubhouse is really, really great for finding quality leads um, to then be able to, you know, funnel through to whatever marketing funnels you have. But for YouTube and podcast, sponsorships and ads is, as far as I know, like the main way to make money um, through the platform. So what you want to do is you want to build your audience and your community on your platform or on your YouTube, like on your podcast. And from there, when your community grows, when your audience grows, you can get paid by external, you know, companies and advertisers to run their ads on your platform, right? It's kind of like, you know, anything when you've got paid ads on TikTok or Instagram or whatever it may be, you grow your audience and then companies want to use and like pitch their ads to your audience. So that's really how you do it. With podcasting and YouTube, like it doesn't just make you money. You don't just make money through these platforms unless you get to a point with I think um, YouTube where they actually start paying you based off the subscribers and the viewers that you're getting. I don't know if that's the same for podcasting or not, but what you can do with them both when you're in the earlier stages in particular well, actually, this is what you want to do anyway, is uh, focus on building a community, right? Focus on building a community around your audience. So then what you can do is when you're ready to launch products, you can actually start converting those fans into paying clients. So um, yeah, you can also then use this platform once you've got a community and audience established for then marketing your own products as well. So yeah, YouTube, you can get paid on YouTube and TikTok, you know, once you surpass a certain amount of subscribers and viewers, like the platforms pay you. I'm not too sure about podcasting, but the best way to make an income through podcasting is building a community that you can then either market your own products to or market other people's products to. Now on that note, another question was, should sponsored ads 
be a goal if you're a podcaster. Yes, look, if you want to use the platform as a means to make money, then yes, sponsored ads can definitely be a goal, but it's not doesn't necessarily have to be. Again, everyone is so different because if your main goal is to provide value for your audience, then no, sponsored ads doesn't have to be a goal. Like for me, sponsored ads is not a goal at all, but that's because I'm not focused about making money through my podcast. I'm focused on providing value through my podcast. So that's why for me, it's not a focus, but for someone else, if they decide they want to create a podcast for the purpose of making money, then yes, sponsored ads is definitely an approach to take. But again, I would recommend focusing on building a community because the possibilities of what you can do with that is going to be so much greater. Now, the next question that I received is, do I need to have a niche? Yes. Look, I would say you definitely need to have a niche if you're going to be a podcaster or, um, you know, have your own podcasting platform because, the thing about niches is is if you don't have any specific niches, you're going to be far too broad and your ideal client won't know how to find you, right? Like that's the thing. People think, oh, I should be really, really broad and have so many niches because then I cater to so many more audiences. But that's not the case because if you're spread too thin, you're not going to be able to provide a great deal of value in all of those areas. So rather what you want to do is focus on just a select few, okay? So if you don't know what your niche is right now, what I suggest you do is get really, really clear on who you are, what your passions are, what your strengths are, and focus on these, right? Leverage these, leverage what you're already strong at, what you're already passionate about. And then also figure out, well, what is it you want to deliver? Are you a fitness coach? So therefore your niche, is that going to be aligned with that? Are you a mindset coach? And therefore is your niche going to be aligned with that? Or are you just, you know, an entertainment podcast? And if so, you know, what are your strengths? What are your passions? What are the things you enjoy talking about? And how can your niche align with that? So what then you should do is select like one to three different niches that you can incorporate into your platform. Like for me, for example, my niches would be business and mindset um, and personal development. Like I know mindset and personal development are basically the same thing, but I'd say that's what, you know, my sort of niches are if I'm thinking them off the top of my head. Um, So think of a few different niches that align with you that you, oh, sorry, spirituality. I'd say my niches are mind blank spirituality (laughs) mindset and business okay so they're my three strong niches that I focus on so they're the things that I'm aligned with they're the things I'm passionate about they are what my strengths are and that's what I choose to focus on so really think about who it is as well that you want to cater to for your content and what sort of niches they want to see but make sure first and foremost that whatever niche you pursue is in alignment with you and your strengths and your passions because if it's not in alignment with you like I said before when we were discussing the different platforms you can use you're going to really struggle with it so yes I would say that um, having a niche is very important because obviously you want your ideal clients to be able to find you and you also want to be really really clear on what it is you're presenting um, because you know clarity is everything at the end of the day if if you're unclear on the the value you're putting out then it's going to be harder for people to also be clear on what you're putting out and therefore harder for them to align with you so the next question i'm just powering through these guys because i don't want this episode to be too long the next question is spotify or apple Podcasts. does it matter which one i use okay First and foremost, it shouldn't be a matter of Spotify or Apple Podcast. 
You should be using a hosting provider. So this was a mistake I made at the start. I did not even think to use a hosting provider. Pretty much what a hosting provider is, is something like Podbean or Anchor FM. There's so many different ones out there. So just have a Google and see which one is the most user-friendly for you. I use Podbean because that's the one that I function well with, like the way it's set up, that aligns with me. But everyone's so different in terms of what they find is user-friendly for them. So what I suggest doing, doing a Google, finding a hosting provider, this is essentially a platform that is going to shoot your podcast out to all of the streaming platforms for you. It is a hosting provider. It hosts your podcast and then through that hosting provider, you can submit your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, like all of the different platforms there are out there. So rather than you having to manually go and submit it and upload it to each platform, which was what I was doing at the start, at the very, very beginning, I was using an RSS feed from SoundCloud and then manually uploading that to Spotify and Apple Podcasts every single week. It was so exhausting, so unnecessarily time consuming. Um, What a hosting provider does, it provides you with an RSS feed. Okay, so have a little Google of what an RSS feed is. RSS, if you don't know what an RSS feed is, and pretty much your hosting provider will create that for you and then they distribute your RSS feed to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whichever ones you want to, and then that allows you to be a multiple platform podcast, okay? I know that might sound a little bit technical, but Google the terms, it's a lot easier than you'd think. It's literally just a matter of making sure that you jump onto your hosting provider and submit everything through there, um, rather than going on manually to each of the, you know, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and everything and applying for your podcast that way. You can just do it through your hosting provider and it'll automatically submit it to all of them for you, which saves so much time and so much time with the weekly uploads as well. So Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, like all of these official podcasting apps, these are beneficial when it comes to getting reviews and ratings because this is going to help you with growth. Spotify doesn't offer that feature, but it's still good to have your podcast on Spotify because there's certain audiences that are going to be on here. So you're gaining exposure to those users and those audiences and you're able to grow on Spotify as an artist anyway. Okay, so again, no one platform is better than the other. Okay, they each are providing the same resource, the same value to different audiences. That's the thing. They're just different audiences. So you want to make sure you're using your hosting provider to get yourself on all of the audiences if you really want to grow um, as much as you possibly can because, you know, one person will use Apple Podcasts, one will use Spotify, one will use Google Podcasts. Like everyone is different. So just get that hosting provider, whether it be Podbean, Anchor FM, whatever you want to use and go from there upload your podcast from that platform so you can get it across all of them and then once you've got that set up what you can do is something that i'm doing at the moment and it's using a uh i believe it's called a charitable smart link okay a charitable smart link so this is like pretty much one link that you create that will send people to their preferred platform i think sometimes hosting providers provide these but i think also sometimes the link that a hosting provider creates is their own link 
right? Like it's their own platform sort of thing. So a charitable smart link allows you to, it's kind of like Linktree, but for podcast. And basically it links all of the platforms that you're on to that link. So then, you know, whoever's listening can go to their specific platform that they desire. So that's something that I'm working on figuring out at the moment. So definitely do your research into that and get that sorted if you are on multiple platforms. Now, the next question was, how did you come up with your name for the podcast? This is a funny story. So my original podcast name was The Real Time Podcast. This was essentially my name for like for like eight months, almost a year, actually. Yeah, I'd say like nine months or so. It was only this year that I actually changed my podcast name to Empower With M. So if you're an OG listener who was around when it was The Real Time Podcast, like, cheers, guys. Thanks for sticking around. But basically how I came up with that original name was I just, I Google, I Googled podcast name generator. And then I typed in like, you know, a couple of keywords and generated the name that way. But then when it came to the time that I rebranded to Empower With M, this name came through aligning, you know, what my mission behind the podcast was with me and what I want my personal brand to be. Okay, so when you're thinking of your podcast name really think about what is your personal brand who do you want to be known as what do you want people to think of when they hear your name right like consider can really really consider you know what do I want people to resonate with me when they think Emily what are they going to think of and for me what really stood out was the word empower right? Like I want the word, when people hear the word empower, yeah, they think M. They think empower with M. When people hear the word Emily, they think, oh yeah, she's that empowering chick, right? Because that's what my whole brand is around. Me as a coach, I am surrounded by the concept of empowerment. So what you need to think of is you as a podcaster or you as a coach, What do you want people to think of you as? If you could put it in one or two words, what is going to represent you? Okay, your podcast name is essentially going to be an extension of you, an extension of your brand. So what do you want people to think when they hear you or they hear your podcast name? So for me, empower with M. Okay, that summarizes who I am as a coach, what my mission is as a podcaster, right? To empower and uplift other people. So come back to that brainstorm surrounding what your identity, what, what you want your identity to be as a podcaster, as a as a public figure, right? As, as someone who is being able to teach and educate others. What do you want to be your, your identity? And uh, how does this name connect with your overall mission of what you're trying to bring through that platform? I think that's a big thing as well. Now, the next question was, I want to start a podcast, but I'm not tech savvy. What would you recommend as a solution? Oh my gosh, this is me, right? This is me. I wanted to start a podcast and I am the least tech savvy person I know. But you are only tech savvy now because you lack the knowledge and the skills. So get your ass on Google, people, and get resourceful. You don't have the answers? Ask the right questions. Google them. Find them, right? Get resourceful. Use the resources you have around you. Literally pick up your smartphone or your computer and just start researching. Or alternatively, outsource a consultant, okay? If you want to save the time 
on having to figure it all out yourself then invest a little money into having someone teach you what to do, show you what to do. There are other people out there who have done the research that know how to build a podcast or know how to do the technical side of things. So it's a decision you need to make as to whether you want to save the money and just do the work yourself or you want to save the time and invest a little money into having someone help you get the answers that you're looking for okay so that's really what you got to weigh up there if you're struggling with the technical side of things and you think you're not tech savvy well okay what courses can you invest into who can you hire as a consultant to help you get set up or what can you google what questions can you start asking to get the answers that you're looking for now the next question is is it recommended to start a separate social platform to promote my podcast? Okay, again, like a lot of these questions, my answer is this is entirely up to the individual. Okay, and the reason why I say this is because, yes, it can be effective to have a separate Instagram platform or social media platform to promote your podcast, but it can also be ineffective if you're not gonna put the time and energy into growing that platform, okay? So what you need to ask yourself is, are you able to invest the energy and the time necessary into caring and growing that platform? Or is creating a second platform going to take the time away from the main platform you already have and have an impact on that? If you can manage running multiple platforms on your own, then go for it. If you're in a position where you can outsource and actually invest in a, in a consultant like a VA or something to be able to grow that second platform or maintain one of the platforms for you, then go for it. But if starting a second platform is just something that you're going to do because you've seen other people do it and is actually going to end up taking your time away from your main platform that you should be growing, then I'd stay away from it. For me, I did start a second platform. It's kind of just like sitting there at the moment because I found it was taking too much time out of, you know, what I should have been investing into my main. And I was also creating the same content and posting it across the two. So it just didn't seem necessary. That's something I'm going to pick up at a later stage when my audience grows bigger. I think something to consider is, well, why do you want that second platform, right? Like, is it to be able to clearly separate um, different followers from your main. If you're someone who has a really large Instagram following right now and you simply want to weed out and find, okay, who are my actual podcast supporters, then yeah, by all means, create that second platform. But if you don't care and you're just happy to have the two mixed in, then keep it on the one. That's what I'm doing at the moment. When I get to a point where maybe I'm on, you know, 10,000 Instagram followers, then I might in start investing more energy into my podcast page. But for now, it seems that all of my followers, like from my main page, are listening to my, or like going over to my podcast anyway. So right now, that is where I'm keeping all the marketing. But again, guys, it is entirely up to you and what you feel you can manage. So just if you're considering creating a second account to promote your platform on, just really, really think about why it is you wanna do that. What's the purpose behind that account? Is it going to serve you and like positively contribute to your workload and everything you've got going on? Or is it going to cause you stress and, and you know frustration and struggle trying to manage the two? But everyone is so different. So again, if you're able to invest the energy and the time necessary into caring and growing that platform and it's going to serve you and your greater mission, then go for it, girlfriend. <laughs> 
So the next question that I got sent in was, how do you get listeners and followers on whatever platform it is you know you're using like if you're doing podcast podcasting how do you get listeners and followers onto your podcast um so guys the key is patience right the key is patience and consistency i think too often people come into the podcasting world and are like yeah this is going to be an instant success i'm going to be like an overnight success it's going to happen like that But it doesn't, okay? It's a game of patience, like anything. You need to be patient with the journey and you have to consistently be showing up, okay? Consistently be showing up with the podcast episodes. This is a big one, okay? You need to make sure that, you know, if you're going to post once a week, that you are posting once a week. And then that way, you've developed that trust with your your viewers and they're going to keep on showing up for you. And that's going to gradually grow, And then you also have to make sure you are staying consistent with your marketing as well, okay? If you currently have a social media platform being Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or YouTube, like whatever else it is, you need to make sure that you are marketing your podcast on those platforms because if you are not telling people about your podcast, then how is it ever going to grow? And the same goes for in real life, right? Like if, if you are meeting people out on the street and they ask you what you do, tell them that you're a podcaster. Say, hey, check out my podcast. It's called The Empower With Them Podcast. Like link them up to it. That's the only way that you're going to actually grow is through patience and consistently promoting what it is that you are wanting to grow. If you're not sharing your podcast with other people, it's not going to grow itself, okay? So you need to make sure that you are controlling that and you are actually driving that action forward. Now, the third way or the third thing that you need to keep in mind, I should say, when you are trying to grow your listeners or followers on your podcasting platform is build community. I've mentioned community before in this episode and I'm going to do a full episode on how to build a community and the importance of having a community. But the reason why this is going to help you grow your followers um, and your listeners for your podcast is because when you have a community of people who are strong and passionate supporters of what it is that you are sharing, so of your podcast in this case, they are actually going to go on and promote your podcast for you. Okay, have you ever listened to a really, really good podcast episode and then you've screenshotted it and you've shared it on your story and shared it with your audience? This is what you want to be aiming to be doing with your podcast, right? You want to be building a community of people who love the value that you're putting out there, love the content that you're putting out there, that they feel the urge to go on and share it with their audiences because they know that it's going to benefit them. So focus on growing community. And as you grow community, you're going to find that your audience is going to grow with that. And I think the hardest part about podcast growth is the beginning, right? The first few years, not the first few weeks or months, the first few years, okay? Because it's kind of like the snowball effect. It starts out really small, just one or two people here and there sharing the podcast. And then from those one or two people becomes the ripple effect. Three or four people then start sharing the podcast as well with their communities and then with their communities. And this is the ripple effect, okay? 
So it's going to take time. It could take a matter of years before you really start getting traction. But once you've got that community built and you've got people who are sharing the podcast with their own audiences, it's going to snowball from there and it's just going to continue to ripple off into the distance and you're going to gain more and more and more listeners over time. But again, you have to be patient with the process. It's not going to happen overnight. In fact, it usually takes years for people to really blow up with their podcasts, right? All these big name podcasters you're following at the moment, they have been in this game for years, okay? For years. So don't discredit anyone by thinking that you can become an overnight success with this sort of endeavor. It takes time and it takes community and consistency okay remember those few things now two more questions to go guys i'm going to quickly smash these out the next question was kind of links in with this last one again actually they said how many episodes should you be posting weekly to gain traction okay so again it is up to you and what you can manage this is the biggest factor to consider guys don't just be like okay i'm gonna post three episodes a week because that's gonna gain the most traction because it might not you know if you can't maintain that if they're not quality episodes and it's just quantity that you're pumping out First and foremost, that is not going to get you anywhere, okay? Quality over quantity. So start small, work your way up as you find that you can take on that workload, okay? And the other thing is consistency is key with this. So if you're posting three episodes a week or you say that you're going to post three episodes a week but you can't maintain that, well, then you're going to have no consistency, right? You're going to be posting one episode here, three episodes there, two episodes there. Your audience, like I mentioned before, it's about developing trust with your audience, If you can't consistently show up for them when you say you're going to show up for them, then they're not going to start, they're going to stop showing up for you because they can't trust that you're actually going to be there when you say you're going to be there. So if three episodes a week is going to be too much for you to manage, then start with one. I only do two episodes a week because that is all that I can manage, right? I would not do more than three episodes at this point in time because I cannot manage more than three episodes, two, two episodes a week right now, right? I want to make sure that I am showing up on the days that I'm going to show up and I'm bringing quality over quantity on these days as well. So if you're not too sure about how many times a week you should be posting, just post what you can manage and commit to that okay commit to that and the traction's going to come as long as you are being consistent and you're putting out high quality content okay focus on building trust rather than pumping out a ton of quantity of episodes in the week because that's going to be less effective okay so i hope that makes sense for you guys now the final question that i had sent in we are powering through these i know this episode is just over half an hour so bear with me people but the final question i received was when did you have to bring on a team so for me at this point in time i actually don't have a podcast team at this stage i do have a team of two incredible people who um, are helping me with my coaching business and they're helping me with just different aspects of growing that um but ideally in the next few months i'll be assigning my va the role of managing the podcast as well and picking up extra responsibilities in terms of marketing that in a you know really intentional way but if you wanting if you're wanting to have a team with your podcast like you can do this whenever you feel it will be necessary for you like i said earlier on if you're not tech savvy and you think that it's going to be more beneficial to outsource a consultant, then bring on a team member from the start, 
right? Everyone's so different. For me, I've been able to manage things for my podcast for quite some time. It's only now that I'm really starting to consider, you know, building a team in this aspect because there's other areas that I want to be investing my time into. Okay, so for me though, my coaching business, it really flows into the podcast quite a bit. So it doesn't really make sense to sort of invest team members into both aspects at the moment. If, you know, by simply investing into the coaching business, that's going to trickle into the podcast as well. So basically just take into consideration for yourself, you know, are you currently able to manage your full workload and all your responsibilities as well as your podcast or do you need to outsource in order to help manage this load? You know, by outsourcing and bringing a team on with your podcast, is that going to start freeing up time in one aspect for you to allow you to focus your time and energy into another aspect? Like these are the sort of questions you should be asking yourself if you're thinking about bringing on a team. So yeah, for me personally, I don't have a podcast team right now, but I do have a team with my Empower With Them coaching business, um, helping me with different aspects on social media and also outreach, like all these different things, because that's where I need the help right now. But yes, in the very near future, hopefully I'll be bringing on a team specifically for the podcast. But in the meantime, I'm just happy sort of managing that myself. So yeah, I hope that answers all your questions for you guys. Um, Thank you to everyone who did send in their podcast related questions. I hope this has been a very beneficial episode for you. If you have any further questions from this episode, let me know and I can take, I can create a, uh, you know, how to launch a podcast facts part two. I'm more than happy to do that, but I hope this is a solid foundation to help you guys with getting your podcasts up and rolling. I'm so excited for all of you who are diving into this. It's such an exciting world to be in. And honestly, it's a fun little journey of self-growth and just, you know, wherever else you wanted to take you. But um, like I said, I hope that my answers to these questions have been very beneficial for you. Let me know if there's anything else that you would like me to respond to. And I am more than happy to do a podcasting part two Q&A. So that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all for me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.